guys, welcome to the third episode of the Duluth Podcast. My name is Yuna King and I'm your main host. Before we get started with today's episode, I would like to thank Jackie Chen from the Music Tech class for this amazing intro. Now for today's episode, we have Coach White. Welcome. Thank you. It's an honor to be here yeah, on yeah. the third episode of this this explosive viral uh, podcast. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So do you mind doing like a quick intro? Like how long have you been teaching here? You know, what's your job? What do you do outside of your job? Yeah, Things like that. Yeah, for sure, you know. Uh, so this is my ninth year at Duluth, my 18th year overall teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've taught anywhere from world geography, world history. I currently teach world geography, AP human geography, and AP U.S. history. Mm-hmm. I also coach the girls varsity soccer team, which I believe Yuna King is participating in. No way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's me. Yeah, um, that's cool. I love it here. So you're the girls varsity coach, and there's also, coincidentally, the World Cup going on about Ooh. soccer. So here's the most obvious and asked question. Which team are you rooting for for the World Cup? Okay. So if you would have asked me this a long time ago, it'd be different. I always root for the USA first. However, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there has been a tear shed because we were <laughs> ended by the Netherlands. <laughs> so now, um, knowing that the US probably couldn't have won the World Cup, mm. uh, going into the tournament, uh, I liked England and Argentina a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, from watching it, those teams look good, but so does like France. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I really love the surprising team of Morocco getting mm. through to the quarterfinals. So that's exciting to have a an African team that normally doesn't have a, a ton of success, like yeah. some of their European counterparts uh-huh. being there. But that's what I'm excited about. And we got big games uh, Thursday and Friday. Mm. Who's your favorite player in the World Cup? So that's been eliminated. Obviously, I love Americans first. Mm. Yeah, I think I think I know. <laughs> yeah. So um, from the U.S. team, I really enjoyed the play of Yunus uh, Musa, who's kind of like. I thought you said me for a second. I was really confused. <laughs> no, not Yunus King. I don't enjoy her. Oh, no. okay. Yunus uh, Musa uh, is kind of like a hardworking midfielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's English-born, but one of his parents is American, so mm. he's kind of like. Uh, I think he represents the global person in these days. One parent's from one country, one's mm. from another, but he plays for America. Uh, they're gone, but from the the pool left, uh, uh-huh. I mean, if anyone has ever had my class, they know that I love Tottenham, which is an English team, mm-hmm. and they have a, a very tall striker named Harold Kane, uh, mm. who is my favorite current player, not from the United States. Wow, amazing. Yes, thank you. Okay, so speaking of Tottenham, so there's like banners all around your classroom, mm-hmm. and do you think that Tottenham is ever going to win the Champions League? <laughs> That's what I've been asked to ask you. Okay, so clearly you're friends with some trolls. Tottenham, for those of y'all that don't know, the Champions League is like the World Cup of club soccer, so all the club teams in the world compete. Mm-hmm. And I think it was two or three years ago, they lost tragically to Liverpool. Terrible, and, terrible. Uh, so a lot of these trolls uh, like to ask me about that. I think we will win the Champions League and the Premier League at some point. Mm. Not this year, mm-hmm. uh, but get some signings. We'll definitely be moving in that direction for <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely believe in it. Thank you. So do you say soccer or football? Um, I say soccer. I did grow up in Georgia. Oh, um, typical. I do identify, like if someone <laughs> says like football without like an accent, football. I know that they're talking about soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do enjoy American football, not football. <laughs> uh, so if you ask me like, okay, what do I prefer? I, I love them both. Those are the only two sports I watch. I don't watch football? any Football? Like American football oh, uh-huh. and then soccer. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So I do watch those both pretty religiously. Mm. So like... You're very, like, soccer in America. Mm-hmm. 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 Understand. 
Um, so how did you get into soccer? Like, um, how did you get into the entire thing? Okay, so, uh, long story, but I'll make it short for the listeners because we don't want them to not <laughs> Fall asleep until the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I got started when I was probably like five or six, uh, just playing. And Wait, how old are you now? Um, if you feel comfortable, you I know, do. saying. I'm about to turn 40. Uh, wow. So I'm 39 currently. I turn 40 soon. But yeah, so I started when I was five or six. So I've been playing mm-hmm. for a long time and played. Uh, all the way up until college. I did not go to college on a college scholarship. A lot of mm. people ask me that. Unfortunately, I'm the least talented <laughs> soccer player coach. Oh, not surprised. All the other coaches went and played in college, but uh, you mm-hmm. know, I don't let that get me down. I, I have other strengths. And then when I got into college, I went to UGA, the mm-hmm. dogs, um, and I worked at the YMCA. With, it's like a boys and girls club, YMCA kind of joint operation, and they needed people that knew about soccer. Mm-hmm. Or, football <laughs> to coach his little like they might have been five or six they were like mm-hmm. little kindergartners first graders mm-hmm. and so I started working with them and those were the first kids I ever coached mm-hmm. I didn't teach them a whole lot but I did like you know instill in them behavioral like expectations yeah, yeah. and respect <laughs> uh and then uh well, I got my next job or my first job right after that and then that was at a place called Jackson High School mm-hmm. and then I immediately started coaching there so I've been coaching for well I coached for 18 years but at the YMCA, I coached for two years or two seasons, mm. I guess. So those kids got me into it. But I've been involved with soccer pretty much my whole life. So for people who don't know, what position do you play? Um, I'm best at goalie, but I can play defense. I, when I was young <laughs> and not near the age of 40, I used to be very fast uh, and I'm mm-hmm. pretty tall. So I'm good at heading the ball, mm-hmm. which is most people aren't. But I am. I oh, am. Okay. I'm very good at Actually, it. Actually, <laughs> you are. Yeah, you're one of the people that I'm like, if she gets near the goal, she'll head it. Um, so... Because I knew that other people were scared of it, I mm-hmm. was like, they were they were better like dribbling and passing than I was. So I was like, well, if I can be good heading the ball, I'm valuable. So it's kind of like most things in life. You have to mm-hmm. know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, you are good at heading the ball. Thank you. Thank you. That's Thank a true you. statement. Have you ever like broken your hand from like being a goalie? Um, I've broken fingers, never my hand. Like uh, from the ball or like from um, other reasons? Uh, so I've broken fingers from the ball, like being struck and trying to stop it, and it bent my fingers backwards. Oh. I've broken my arm from someone stepping on it, uh, like when I was saving the ball. So I went to like save the ball, and I'm miming all this. I know y'all can't see it. So I <laughs> saved the ball, I dive <laughs> on the ground, and uh, I wait, s- they stepped on it with like and they stepped cleat. on it with their cleat. Oh and my they gosh. Broke my arm, um, and then other injuries from soccer. Mm-hmm. I've probably rolled my ankle a million times. Uh, I Ooh. dislocated my knee. Uh, playing, that was a really bad injury. Uh, that was very painful. Uh-huh. Uh, that happened, I think, in eighth or ninth grade. Mm. I dislocated my knee, and I was out for a while. Wow, so. that really sucks. Have you ever been injured? Um, I remember last year you get kicked in the ear. <laughs> no, I like, get hit by the ball a lot, like yeah, in the face. Yeah, I think my face is very like. It's like magnetic. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like a joke on like the girls' varsity team that I get hit in the face with the ball a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's part of like my headers aren't really headers it's just me getting hit like you're in the way yeah, but, just, like, and then people are like oh my gosh you did a good job like that was such a good header I'm like you thank you <laughs> so, yeah I do remember last year playing at Norcross and it was freezing and we subbed you in and you got kicked in the ear like literally six seconds later and I normally don't really react I was like that hurt really bad. <laughs> yeah, tell. no, like, I heard, like, ringing in my ears. I yeah. was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Did your ears look good? 
It's okay oh, now. Okay. I'm okay now. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little. It was very traumatic. <laughs> so why did you become a coach? You know, and like why why girls varsity? Um, great question. Um, so coach in general, I think coach and teacher is kind of like a very similar, like, you know, you, you have some expertise and some knowledge and you're trying to impart it and guide people, young people. Um, so I, I love teaching. Both my parents are teachers. Uh, my sister's a teacher. My wife's a teacher. My grandma. So there's a lot of teachers. So I think it's like in our blood to like teach. Uh, and be helpful. And then the soccer is just something I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. I'm also, I'm very passionate about music, but I don't understand music enough to teach. Like, what like, do you mean by that? Oh, uh, oh, you make a bunch of music videos. I, yes, I know I, that. I can play guitar. I can do all those things. But I've, I've tried to teach people to do and I can't do mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. it, it doesn't work for everything. But mm-hmm. soccer uh, and, like, history and geography, it definitely works. Um, when I started, I it didn't really matter. Like, girls or I don't really care who I coach. Um, I was a boys coach for a while, but then our previous athletic director, she was the girls varsity coach and she got promoted and they needed someone who had head coach experience to coach the girls. So Mm -hmm. I was on track to be on the boys side, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just, I didn't really, I don't really care. I just like (laughs) like being part of the program, Uh, girls and boys. I watch all their games. So, Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's how I got involved and I've been coaching the girls as the head coach, I think six years maybe seven here at Duluth Mm, wow that's very interesting so um what career would you choose other than like a teacher or coach like if you could redo your life if I'd redo it I would keep it the same I absolutely love teaching and a Mm. lot of people think I'm joking I don't I'm underpaid Mm -hmm. uh I I know I have a lot of talent Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just I love I love it every day. There's only a few days like when I have to like administer EOCs and like DAs <laughs> that I like really jabs about. I come to teach. Um, but most of my friends are in the digital marketing world, and if mm. I were to do it again, or if I was like your age, like currently, mm-hmm. I would get into digital marketing because I think it's something I'm very good at. Like I know how to deliver a message. I know how to make it look good and sound good mm. for the most part, mm-hmm. right? And uh, that's really valuable. Mm-hmm. So if I ever need to like sell my soul, I can go <laughs> join them, right? Make lots of money, mm-hmm. but have zero impact on the future of mm-hmm. anything. Wow. Except my bank account. That'll have, that'll have a massive impact. But yeah, that's probably what I would do. Some sort of digital marketing. Mm. Does it ever get boring like reteaching the same thing over and over? Because <laughs> me personally, I would be a little bored. Yes. So the great question. I get asked that a lot and I understand where that comes from. I, I subscribe to the, the thinking that I do something one year and I'll, I'll keep the essence of it if it's like successful, but I try to change it. I try to make it more like shorter, uh, a little bit more creative or sleek or eye-catching because I understand like your cell phone has, I mean, your cell phone, I can see there's a BTS like background. There's not. <laughs> there's not. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm competing with TikTok and Instagram mm. and YouTube, and those are really cool mediums. Mm-hmm. And I understand I'm not nearly as cool as any of those. Mm-hmm. But if I can be aware of what's relevant and try to weave it in somehow, like I try to do a lot of copycat stuff. Like I'll have kids make projects, but in the style of TikTok or Instagram. Mm. And that's how I keep it fresh for me because I had the teacher you're thinking about. I won't say his name, but he taught at Starsville High School. Go Panthers! And <laughs> he taught there. And he had a folder for every single day of the year. So he had 180 wow. folders. Mm-hmm. I swear, this is 100% true. 180 folders. Inside folder one was what you do on the first day of school. You could pick any day of school, and whatever day that was, he would grab that folder, and that's what you did. 
So if I worked like that guy, who was not a good teacher, I, yeah, would, I, could tell. I would hate it. <laughs> and I would be very bored. But I'm constantly mm-hmm. working with, like, uh, you know, geography team, the U.S. history team, like, trying to make it more interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, this year, like, Miss Margulis is like, hey, the World Cup's during the school year. Why don't we do something, like, to celebrate that? Mm-hmm. And so we made a project that's, like, kind of, like, World Cup-themed, like, really, like, bracket-style stuff. Mm-hmm. So we try to keep it interesting. But we understand, like, mm. not everything I teach is interesting. Yeah. Just like in soccer, everyone loves playing soccer, but no one likes running, right? And no one likes getting hit in the head when it's <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, so here's like the MBTI question. Okay. Like we were talking about this before we did the podcast, but MBTI, what's your MBTI? So like your personality type. Like, so are you introverted or extroverted? Okay. Are you like, do you think about the future more like the present, things like that? Okay, I can I can answer this pretty well. I'm gonna uh, guess actually. Okay, you, you take a guess, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'm, I'll okay, be 100% you're obviously like extroverted, like I see, yeah, you are very extroverted. Okay. But I think you care more about the present than the future. That's correct. Okay. And then I think you're more into like your feelings than your thinking. So like you follow your heart more than your head. Yes. I think that you like things in a very specific way and like very planned out oh, instead yeah. of anything like freestyle. Right. That's where like a lot of people like you're one, you're nailing mm-hmm. this like all I know. I, I just really know my things. Did you take AP Psych with Chapman? No, I didn't. Okay. This is just in, it's in you. Okay. Yeah, I just, I really <laughs> like this stuff. So, like, you would be called ENFJ. E-N-F-J. But you have to take the test. Like, you actually have okay. to take the test. I'm going to see, I'm going to take it. I'm going to see if I am, mm-hmm. in fact, a ENFJ. <laughs> uh, I hope this isn't something that is bad and mm-hmm. I'm going to get fired. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> extroverted. Um, I'm always thinking about the present or the mm-hmm. future. That's probably why money is not that important to me. Mm. I do, like, one thing, I do think, like, I work with my heart more than my head. Like, I was like, I can feel if something's right, whether think if it's right. Mm-hmm. But what always turns you off is, like, being extroverted and all those other things. Usually those are disorganized people, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, very organized as I'm looking around at my, it's project day. And yeah. Right, yeah. no one judge. Um, I'm very organized. Like, I mean, you know, you'll tell them practices. Like, I know yeah. what we're doing, like, down to the minute. I know how long we're doing everything. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah. think I would say I'm, I remember we used to be on, like, type A or type B. Type A is, like, super like the organized. Blood type? And type B. This maybe is old stuff that I learned from that really bad teacher. <laughs> I've never that. heard of that, actually. Type A and type B. You should Google. I'm Googling MBTI. You're Googling type A versus type B. I got you. Okay? All right. Yeah. Well, wait, are you, like... Are you into like the astrology thing? It's no. like, wait, when is your birthday? I am a Capricorn. I don't know what that means. I think that's a goat, but it might not be a goat. I don't, I don't think so. I just like to make. It I thought there were stars. I only know Scorpios and like actual Scorpio. Um. <laughs> okay. Capricorn well, for sure. I don't know who told you that, but I don't think that's right. Well, I'll Google what I'm supposed to say. Uh, but no, I'm not big into astrology at all. Mm. So what is one thing you're most proud of in Duluth? So in Duluth, um, I love, and everyone probably says this, I love like the inclusivity and like the diversity. I went to Stars Mill High School, Go Panthers, which <laughs> was a great high school. However, only people that looked exactly like me went to the school. And so mm. not that I was like closed off or not, like I just lived kind of out in the country and that's, you know, not a lot of minorities live there. So when I got here, I taught all these things about like world, you know, religion, world, language, all this stuff. But I actually, like, learn more from, like, teaching kids from, like, India or, like, Korea. Uh, like, and I think that's really cool. And then I see, like, on the soccer team, mm-hmm. like, 
you're best friends with, you know, Mac. And uh, then I see, like, you know, like everyone, like, you know, from all these different countries and heritage. And, I mean, like, you're the meanest on the team. But oh, we okay. get along. Everyone gets along. <laughs> despite, in fact, like, you're mean for any other reason. Right? I'm not mean. I just don't like a lot of people. Oh, okay. I just don't like you. Okay. <laughs> well, that's the coolest thing I think about Duluth. Because mm-hmm. I, I think it's a microcosm of America. Uh, you always hear, like, melting pot, American dream. But it's, like, the kids here, like, literally are like living proof, like I'll see kids are like, I'm a first in, a first generation or second generation. My parents didn't even graduate high school. They get, you know, they work hard and now they're off at like Stanford. And, you know, I, I can't tell you how many kids I know that like, they came from like the fields of Vietnam and like they're at Stanford now. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's insane. And I think that's really cool to just somehow know those people that are going off and flying into the stars. Wow. Um, so I think that's what I'm most proud of mm-hmm. as far as like the Duluth community mm-hmm. and the school. That's that's very cool. Very, very inspirational. Oh, good. <laughs> so like what's one thing that your students don't know about you or like anyone doesn't know about you? Um, okay, so. Like what's surprising? Okay, the surprising thing, like if you're like skilled, like everyone knows I like soccer and mm-hmm. I like, like music mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm generally pretty funny. They they would never tell me oh, I'm funny, but mm. I know that they debatable. Think I'm funny. Yeah, debatable. Okay. <laughs> put up an anonymous poll. All right. So that's what they do know. What most people don't know is um, I am very good at yo-yoing. Um, very good at yo-yoing. And uh, I used to race dirt bikes. I used to be like kind of like a bad boy. Uh, what is that? The dirt bike. It's like uh, the motorcycles that go fast and jump in the air and all that. Oh! Stuff. And oh. so when people like they found out like I like like motorcycles and like I'm like I love all that. I, I also mountain bike a lot. I have like a very nice mountain bike and uh, I'm very much into like the off road stuff, which a lot of people don't see coming. Because when I see a, a kid that's wearing stuff like that, I'll talk and they'll be like, "Wait, you don't know about this." I'm like, <laughs> I do know about that. So, like, do you still ride your dirt bikes? Uh, I don't own a dirt bike anymore because uh, they're very dangerous and I've been very hurt in them. Oh. And they're very expensive. And we'll mm. go back to my first point. I am a teacher and I love it. <laughs> However, disposable income is real, y'all. Uh, plus, my wife, I don't think she'd be super thrilled mm-hmm. about a dirt bike. But my mountain bike is the closest I can get to it, okay? Very interesting. So, <laughs> I even thought about starting a mountain bike club here, but I'm like, I don't really know how many kids. Do you even, we're in high school, like, be for real. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I was like, I feel like it's like a, not an old person, but like older. Mm. Like, Maybe we can like, like watch dirt 20s. bikes. Yeah, we could, yeah. So I'd have to gauge it, but I would, you know, totally sponsor that <laughs> club. Uh, if you're into the mountain bikes, come mm. find Unikang or me. And, oh, no, uh, not me. Just, <laughs> just go to it. So, uh, but yeah, mountain biking is one of my passions that a lot of kids don't know about, along with any two-wheeled motorsports I love. So. Interesting. And yo-yoing. And, and yo-yoing. So, yeah, That's I'll, pretty random. I'll bring a yo-yo a day and... I don't know. Oh yeah, you should, you definitely should. <laughs> I'll like post it on the Wildcat Gazette too. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's down. It's going down. <laughs> uh, what about you? What are your talents that the Duluth Gazette doesn't know? Um. Okay. Well, I was in the band. Okay, a lot of the things that I do is like band, which is like oboe. Right. And then I do soccer. Yeah. Um, I like to crochet. I like to make a lot of. Okay. Things. Is that from like your COVID locked up in your room? No, no, no I did like, it like. You did this pre COVID? No, 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 I did this like a few months ago. Oh, okay. Like March. Okay. Yeah, I just started. So I like to crochet things. So if you okay. need anything, like, okay. I got you. Scarves. Scar- That's a little too much. Okay. That takes like months, actually. Maybe like a hat. Just a hat. Yeah. Okay. I'll make you gloves too. 
<laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Thank you. Um, uh, I would not see you as a crocheter, so that's really interesting. yeah. A lot yeah. of people confuse crochet and knitting. I do like the one with the hook, but not the one with the needles. Okay, I would have to like see. It's like a lot of people like associate it with like the grandmas, but I'm the one who like makes cool things, not like okay. the scarves. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be anti-grandma. I'm, I'm pro knitting and crocheting. I do not know the difference between both. I know they're similar but different. Uh huh. Uh, but. Just for all the grandmas that listen, I think yeah, you yeah. Know, it's great and keep it up. <laughs> you don't think she should stop. <laughs> no, I'm not like pro, I'm not like anti-grandma. I'm like saying like, okay. I just don't do that. You know, okay. there's like a all difference, right. you know? All right. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite color? Color, probably blue or green. Uh, probably. What blue. about bright yellow? <laughs> Coach Roy is currently wearing a bright yellow shirt. This is, uh, this is like a highlighter. I do look like a highlighter. So there is a purpose behind this shirt. It's not safety. It's for identification because when we have practice, there's like ninety thousand people on the field, and everyone's wearing gray. Oh right, today's conditioning for girls soccer. Yeah, I can't wait to mm -hmm. see you. And. Uh, <laughs> And everyone kind of like blends in, so I usually like to wear something that's like the complete opposite. So I'm wearing highlighter yellow, um, <laughs> dilute merch. Uh, it's actually limited edition. It doesn't exist anymore. So if you find me on eBay, it's pretty pretty rare. Contact so. Coach White yeah, for <laughs> soccer merch. <laughs> I was walking down the hallway and I saw like a man in bright yellow. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you didn't miss me. Yeah, if you could tell your students one thing, what would it be? Uh, I told them today. Um, it's going to be a two-parter. Okay. The first one is always warning of credit cards and student loan debt. <laughs> I, I probably told my Wow, students, that was very realistic. I, was, yeah. I thought it was going to be like, guys, don't worry about your life. Like, no. don't worry about the future. <laughs> no. no, it's your credit cards. No, it's like... If I'm being really serious, I, I give this talk at least twice, three times, only to my, my juniors. <laughs> uh, I don't give it to the freshmen. I don't mm -hmm. want to scare them. Uh, but by general, mm -hmm. I just tell people, like, just be passionate about it. Like, I built this massive World Cup thing. I spent probably 12 hours on it. And I'm like, follow your passions. If, like, you don't like anything, don't, don't be the lawyer because your parents say, I'm going to be a lawyer. Like, mm -hmm. go do it like explore like what you're like how can you take your skills and your traits uh and to just because if you're passionate every day uh and you're having fun like i have fun every day uh it, work doesn't seem as bad and you got to do it for 30 years minimum mm. and then you know if you don't get paid a lot like me maybe 35 40 years so mm -hmm. right what about to the seniors that don't know what they're like interested in um i would say if you don't know what you want to do um don't don't dive into a massive commitment. Like, don't go to school out of state. Uh, if you you don't even have to like college. Like, not for everyone. Uh, one of my best friends did not go to college because he liked like mechanics and machinery. He's now like he's paid more than like probably two of my salaries, and mm -hmm. he works like on these airplanes. And that's all he does. It's a really cool job. He flies for free, and he works on airplanes. So whatever it is, just don't just do it because oh well. All my friends are going to college, so I'm going to go to college, so I should just go to college, mm -hmm. right? So really think, like, where should I go? How can I maximize the value? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm pro stay in state. Mm -hmm. I think between all of the colleges we have in this fine state of ours, mm -hmm. you can you can become a doctor, an go engineer. Georgia. You can become a professional oboe player. Um, I can, highly encourage that. <laughs> very. You can do all of those things here in Georgia while keeping the cost very low. Mm -hmm. um, 
So that would be like my warning. Uh, a lot of finances. I don't want <laughs> to be tied to all this finance. Okay, you can say one thing, and then if it's really boring, I'll cut it out. Okay. Um, what I'll sign to all of my seniors is that my favorite quote is a Winston Churchill quote. All right? Right? This isn't the end. It's not even the beginning of the end. But <laughs> it's the end of the beginning. Good luck, Una King. Wow. Right. Was Thank that, you. Is that motivational? Not really. Okay, no. Okay, <laughs> well, we can cut that in post. Uh, <laughs> I won't cut that. Okay. I think I think some people might find that inspirational somewhere. I, I think that's a very important, like, mm-hmm. I think 0 to 18 is, like, chapter 1. You can even say, like, 0 to, like, middle school is chapter 1. But I think it's a massive part of your life that mm-hmm. goes behind you. And then in your 20s to 30s is, like, the next chapter. And in my opinion, the best chapter, you can travel Right? You don't have all these commitments. You don't have all these, like, this debt and this, like, your future. Like you said, I'm very much in the present, but now mm-hmm. that I, I have a son and a house and all these things, mm-hmm. so I, like, I can't live as freely as we used to. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very important to take Chapter 2 in Unicang's life extremely, like, focus on it very much. Because mm-hmm. you get to have a lot of fun, but you do get to set up a lot of your future in that. Um, and I encourage people to travel. I know I've been, I've been hitting the, the finances hard. Uh, I didn't start traveling out of the country until I was 23, mm-hmm. and now I love traveling. I love leaving the country. It's so fun. It's the best way. And I tell you what, when I go to other countries, you know, first thing I bring up is whatever country I'm in. I know they're soccer players. I talk soccer. <laughs> and my wife makes fun of me because I always make friends with all the locals because I just talk about soccer. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's the language of the world, except for... You know, the countries that where it's not, like, super prominent, but it's pretty prominent in most countries. Yeah, most countries um, play soccer. So that's going to be my positives, right? Like, stay in state, right? Don't mm-hmm. overspend on college, but make sure you travel uh, a lot. Have you been out of the country? I have. I've been Where'd to Cancun, and then I went to an island outside of America, but I forgot what it was called. Okay. It was, it was very <laughs> lovely. I really loved it. It the was people- very... Whoever these people are that are listening to this podcast are very offended that you came no, no. their country. No, no. Okay, it was like on a cruise and my parents were like... Oh, that doesn't count. No, no, no. But it was like out of the country. It was on not in America. I literally had to get my passport and everything. Okay. So in my opinion, right. I think that counts. All right, I'll let it count. Were you there for like eight hours or like three days? I was there for eight hours. I'm not It was like a day. It was well, like a day All right, thing. put a poll up on DHS. Let's see. I don't think it counts. No, I think it counts. Okay, we'll I, we'll I personally counted it for You'll two probably times. Cut this yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna end the episode soon. I need to make an outro. But is there anything you want to say to like the listeners before? No, we uh, just I'm, no. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really honored to, to be on uh, this. I think it's a really cool endeavor that mm-hmm. uh, the Gazette started, and you've been like kind of like forging. Thank you. Uh, I listened to both of the episodes with Dr. Davidson and like uh, the band, marching uh, band, marching yeah. band. Mm-hmm you know, leaders, I guess is what they call it. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I think every kind of outlet should have a podcast because everyone's interested in something and it's good to get the voice out and let people know about Duluth. So I'm honored to be on it. I'm also, I'm going to plug soccer, right? <laughs> soccer season's coming up in January and uh, I hope y'all come out there. Uh, we have a really competitive team. It's a fun atmosphere and uh, yeah, I love it. You should love it too. When is tryouts? Tryouts, I think it's January 9th, mm-hmm. second week of January. Uh, come on out. Make sure you got physical and insurance. <laughs> Great. And then one last thing. Who would you like to see next on the podcast? Not for sure, but like, who would you like to see? Um, we have some really talented and interesting teachers here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'll tell you one, one person that I think is just fascinating is Mr. Paul. He's a former Marine. He's done so many cool things in life. Uh, Mr. Paul across the hall is... Uh, that rhymes. That rhymes. Oh, that does rhyme. Um, All across the hall. <laughs> <laughs> but he's super fascinating. He's the nicest guy in the world. And uh, he's got insane stories where you're just like, wow, you're way more interesting than mm-hmm. I am. So, but yeah, I think you, you should try him and see what happens. But thanks again for having me on, Yuna King. Thank you. Anyway, see you guys next episode.